Hello, I'm Amy Libelle, founder of Vestpod and author of You're Not Broke, You're Pretty Rich, and you're listening to The Wallet. Every week, we give you the best tips, guidance, and a good dose of inspiration and motivation to manage your money better. Today, I speak to Claire Francis, a former financial journalist and expert in consumer finance. Claire lost her husband to suicide in 2011 after battling with anxiety and depression for 13 years. She has since been committed to raising awareness and understanding of mental health issues. We talk about where to find help when you're struggling with money and why in many cases depression or anxiety can be linked to financial problems. Claire is now a savings and investment director at Barclays and a board trustee for the Money and Mental Health Policy Institute. And I wanted to thank her for being so open and sharing her story. If you're struggling with your pension, you're not alone. Women retire much poorer than men, which is partly due to widening pension gap. That's why paying attention to your pension is so important. Enter PensionB, our sponsors. PensionB is an online pension provider that has helped thousands of savers to transfer their old pensions together into one simple online plan. You can download the app or head to pensionb.com for more information. They have super useful resources and a retirement calculator. Just remember that capital is at risk. We are not certified financial advisors. Information shared in this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. Do you think financial anxiety is going to be triggered by by a, st a stressful life event or actually like maybe, you know, buying a house, getting divorced, uh, you know, losing someone or or actually can it also build up with with time and then you don't necessarily notice it maybe as much? I think there are that both are applicable and both are true. Yeah. So I think, you know, life moments can definitely be a trigger and cause it. And, and things like divorce, buying a house and things are, are hugely stressful um, and, you know, can tip you over um, and really affect your your mental health as, as well as that sort of the financial pressure, pressure and stress that, that you're going through. Um, and so absolutely... I suppose for, for, for a lot of people, and it's not to say it's no worse at the time, um, it, you know, it, it can be really, really tough and difficult, but it can be, they can come through it. Do, do you know what I mean? And you'll yeah. get through that really difficult patch and then actually things will, things will become easier. Um, but for other people, I think anxiety is something that you know, what causes anxiety can be all sorts of things and, and can be there Um, all the time and, and actually manifest themselves in, in different ways. And, you know, a, a lot of the focus when we think about financial well-being and, and mental health um, are linked to people in financial difficulty. And obviously, that's the work that money and mental health focuses on. Um, and it's absolutely understandable and, and right because of the severity it can be and, and the number of people that can be affected. But also financial anxiety can affect itself, you know, it will show itself in, in very different ways. Um, and my husband, my late husband was like that. He suffered terribly from sort of anxiety and on the face of it, you know, had no reason to because he had a good job. You know, we were comfortably off. He didn't have to worry, but he did worry. He worried out of money daily. Um, and 
for him, it man, you know, he I used to call him the squirrel because he just saved, and it, you know, it, um, I sort of would manage our our finances and you know be in charge of the the joint current account and the joint savings and the mortgage, um, you know, and I'd log into our online banking and see you know another two thousand pounds had been moved into you know from Mark, and here's me sort of doing well if I could get a few hundred pounds every you know at the end of the month. He was just sort of he squirreled and he'd he'd sort of have sort of be in the bath and he'd say what how much do we owe on the mortgage how much have we got in savings it was in his mind constantly um and I think one of the things for him you know because of his sort of anxieties he was worried that what if he lost his job um and couldn't get another one and how would we cope financially so he he sort of plowed as much as he could into saving and having having as much in savings which you might think well in comparison with somebody who can't pay the bills or is in massive debt, why is that a problem? And in a lot of respects, it's it's not as severe a problem, but mentally it's as much of a problem yep. because it's just there constantly, day in, day out. And, and so you can sort of see how it can take its toll and just um, become, a, become an issue and, you know, some might say, well, it's a nice problem to have, but when you're living with it day in, day out, or, you know, along with other anxieties and, and sort of depression and stuff, it's, you know, it, it, it can be as much of a problem. So I think that's that's the thing. It's sort of, it's recognising that, um, uh, you know, things can be different. And, what, you know, financial decisions, you know, what somebody might find simple and easy and straightforward and and not a problem somebody else could be really become real in turmoil about it and causing them a huge amount of stress and adding a lot of pressure on um so we're all different and and I think that's the thing that we need to sort of understand and that's the the thing that's why mental health conditions and well-being is so complex because it, it literally can affect people in so many different ways and and it also it can affect anybody and it can affect people at any time and you know and and that's the difficulty because if you you know you might think oh I'm fine you know I've never suffered and then suddenly something happens in your life um that triggers some you know uh something and and you, you find yourself struggling in a way that you've never struggled before um and and so I think it's just that what we can all do as individuals I think is be more aware I suppose and try and understand and recognize what you know the 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 impact mental well-being you know mental health problems can have on people and and um, financial not only for ourselves in case it happens to us but also in case it happens to or is happening to somebody that we know, whether it's a close friend or family member, or whether it's a colleague at work, because one of the other problems with, you know, with for people when when they are struggling with, with mental health issues is that often they find it difficult to talk. Um, and certainly with finance, you know, add finances into the mix as well. Yeah. And we know that money is one of those subjects that, you know, so what we, we don't talk openly about our finances. Um, that a lot of people could be struggling and suffering and you may not know. And how, um, so as you say, it's really, I mean, thank you for very much for sharing your, your story. Um, how, how do you, 
you open up the conversation because as you say it, it's so hard and it's you know money plus uh, plus plus mental health i mean these are quite you know new conversations that that we that we're having um so how do you i mean i guess it's super hard but how do you spot you know the, the signs of of money worries if you can I, th i think a lot of the time it it is very difficult i mean maybe one thing we could all try and do is is normalize yep. and just you yep. know so you don't have to be having money problems but actually yeah you you know if if you talk you know we we don't share and maybe we shouldn't but I don't know but people don't share really you know what they earn how much they save how much they invest how much they're putting away you know oh gosh my mortgage has gone up or I've had a big credit card bill this month because I've you know it's been an expensive month you know often we don't we don't talk about it in normal everyday circumstances which yeah. means that It, it can be a subject that people find hard to broach when things are getting trickier. So actually, if if maybe we we do sort of we are a little bit more open, um, that 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 sort of could go somewhere. But I suppose the other thing is is looking out for people. So whilst you never know often because we don't talk about it what somebody's personal finances um, situations like, but if something changes, you know, if maybe somebody. Um, you think they might be struggling um, or, or, you know, they or their partner lose their job or um, they just had a baby or, or, or you see signs that, that maybe um, they're finding things difficult, you know, it, chat to them about it, you know, yeah. just check that they're okay. And I think, you know, on the flip side, the other bit as well, you know, if, if we don't want to sort of talk on the, start talking on the financial, it's, it's also getting used to, trying to get people to open up generally about how they're feeling. So really checking in on people, how are, they, you know, how are things and, and especially at work as well. I think often, you know, maybe friends and family might spot things, but you can often spot things with colleagues at work, but we don't necessarily know them as well. Yeah. So um, you, you don't know sort of how to broach it. Whereas if you can get into that sort of workplace, um, uh, of having an open culture where people can talk and when you're having one-to-ones with people or having coffee chats with people just sort of how are you you know how are things going and but but be genuinely interested and listen to what they say in response not just uh how are you because it's polite and you always ask somebody how they are when you see yeah. them and then they'll say fine and then you move on it's like oh you know or or say oh actually do you know what oh that's good I've I've like It's been a real stressful week for me this week or, you know, and, and just sort of, again, getting talking about how we are generally, because, again, if people are struggling financially or have got worries um, that are affecting them, they might um, open up about you, uh, open up to you about and share it a little bit more. And I think, you know, often through, I suppose, the research I've done over the years and having spoken to people um, with mental health problems, that first conversation is the hardest and, and yeah. telling somebody is the hardest, but actually once they have, it doesn't, it doesn't get rid of the problem and, and suddenly make everything better, but it can lighten the load um, and actually be a big relief that they're not having to sort of hide this and bottle it up and sort of struggle alone really behind sort of closed doors. So I think that sort of just generally talking a little bit more openly can, can be a massive help to people. And where um, where can anyone find help um, online? Uh, what are some of the places where maybe you can 
go and learn uh, anonymously, maybe talk to someone. I mean, what are the, the things we can we can do if we're helping someone or if someone is really struggling? And, and, and usually people would go online, I guess, to find um, find resources and find some help. So there's a lot. And, and again, I think it's important to sort of remember the spectrum here because I think if, if things yeah. are really bad, right, it, it can sound quite flippant to talk about where you can get help with things like money management and budgeting and stuff yeah. like that. And I don't mean it to be flippant, you know, because actually if, if, if you're really struggling, if you're up to your eyeballs in debt and stuff like that, it's like, oh, right, yeah. that's not helpful. Yeah. But actually for some people that can be helpful. So I, when I say this, I'm not meaning to be, you know, it, it's, it, it's sort of understanding the spectrum, but there are, there's lots of information online to help people navigate through if you think you can do it yourself yeah. with minimal sort of help. Um, and, the, you know, just the banks have information, charities have information, step change, citizens advice, um, all of that sort of information, uh, you know, to, to help with that sort of financial well-being side of things. If it's on the mental health side, I mean, I think the first, you know, seek medical help, you know, visit your GP and talk, but also charities like Mind and the Samaritans have um, yeah. lines, you know, call centres, that um, helplines that you can call to speak to somebody confidentially and, and, and get help that way. So I think, you know, there is a lot of help and information and also through employees. So at, at Barclays, for example, um, we have access to um, a 24-7, you know, 24-hour uh, helpline um, for people that need help and support. So you know, there might also be a lot of help available through through the workplace. So I think it's um, just understand that there is help. And um, and if you, you're struggling, because some people can't, you know, function very, you know, easily, um, if they're really sort of suffering with their mental health, that confide in somebody um, and ask them to help you too, you know, um, no matter how sort of bleak or difficult it might seem and the outlook might be but there is there's always something you can do um and also you know some support there for you just to finish off do you see more people with mental health issues related to money post pandemic um i mean we live in a very different world people can feel they're you know they're on their own feeling isolated may have lost their Uh, their jobs and it's also this you know being on on social media and all these like you know social pressure so what what do you observe I think definitely there's been an increase and you know it's understandable given what people have, have been through and and the stress and even even for people that haven't lost their job or been unable to work um, for months, you know, it's been a hugely, hugely and continues to be a hugely stressful time. Um, so, but but definitely the, there's um, there's been an increase in the number of people seeking help for um, financial um, difficulty reasons, but also, you know, general mental health problems. And I, you know, unfortunately, it's it's something that's, going to continue which is why the work that charities like money and mental health do and and why the role that we can each play as individuals to try and improve our own knowledge and understanding and just be cognizant and look yep. out for people and look out for signs um you know it, it's really important because 
if there might be some people listening to this who are currently struggling and if you are you know just go and help you know please speak speak to somebody and try and get help but even if you're not one of your friends or family or colleagues could be and you might not have clicked you know you might not have clocked it and and recognized it but if you notice any change in behavior and of people if they seem more withdrawn if they're different in the way that they're interacting if with work if they're not so wanting to socialize those can all be signs um that they're you know that, that things are difficult for them Claire, thank you so much. Um, so we can find all the work you do, moneyandmentalhealth.org. Go and support the, the charity. We'll, sharing, we'll be sharing all the links uh, to all the resources in the, in the show notes. Do you have anything else uh, you'd like to add uh, today? No, thank you for having me back on, Emily. It's been really lovely to speak to you. And also, it's, it's, this is a really important subject, so I appreciate you giving it the time. Um, and hopefully, people will have... Um, taken something away from this and and as I say I, I think that the main takeaway for me is that just remember there is always help and as an individual even if you're not struggling if there's one thing you can do it's look out for others and, and check in on people thank you so much Claire Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Wallet you will find in the show notes many places to find some help and feel free to reach out to us Every other week, I answer your questions about money on the show. And to get involved, send your questions and comments via hotline to podcast at vespot.com. If you send us a voice note, you may even get to hear your voice on the next hotline episode. Be sure to share this show with your friends and subscribe on your favorite platform. Please also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It only takes a few seconds, but it helps more people find our show. Join us again next Thursday for another episode of The Wallet about the International Women's Day 2022 campaign theme, Break the Bias, Imagining a Gender Equal World. <laughs>